This is Motivated with Liberty. Hello, everyone. This is Liberty Bernal, and you are joining me for Motivated with Liberty and Hooray Part Two with Brian Lambalot. Brian, welcome. Yay, I'm so glad to be back. <laughs> Thank you. I'm pretty sure that anyone listening to this podcast has already heard part one of your story. But for a brief introduction, Brian is currently expecting twin babies. Yay! And And he and his (laughs) husband, Chris, have had quite the journey of surrogacy And, you know, I've just been through quite a lot in getting there. And part of, I know for you, Brian, I don't want to speak for you, but how I feel is you share your story and you share your journey so others can understand what to expect because there's not really a lot out there um, to understand it more, but it's also very inspiring. It's just overall, even if whomever's listening hasn't gone on a surrogacy path or, you know, anything like it. It's still, you know, a a story of resiliency, of never giving up, of, you know, when you have that dream, you keep pushing and that's what you guys have done. And so I I don't want to repeat part one because it's out there. We've recorded it, right? Um, (laughs) So anyone who's not heard part one, go back and listen to part one so you can then enjoy part two. But, you know, Brian, official welcome and thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing so much with us. Um, I feel like we should just jump in, you know, you know, where we ended part one. So let's start part two, wherever you feel it's most appropriate to share. Yeah, of course. So (laughs) where we left off last was, um, Chris and I had finalized our egg donor. We did the egg retrieval and we had got all of our, um, eggs fertilized by both of our sperm. And pretty much we had a number of fertilized embryos that were waiting to be implanted. So Part two is now our journey to find and meet our our surrogate who would be carrying um, our lovely babies on behalf of us. Um, Which is so exciting, right? Like at this point, you are like, we're on to the next step. This is real. Like your emotions, I'm sure, are super high. Yes, absolutely. We were, we, I think I might have mentioned last time, we were only able to afford to do the um, embryo fertilization and egg retrieval by itself because that was the cost that we could afford right then and there. And we had to wait a little longer before we were ready with finances to do the surrogacy part because that's the more expensive part of the equation. Yeah. So when we were finally ready to do that financially, it was just like, let's do this. Let's let's go for it. <laughs> and yeah. little did we know that we would be on a very <laughs> um, up and down roller coaster of emotions um, over the next, you know, 15 months. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Um, so the, when, when we were ready, we reached back out to our agency and um, they had a full database of surrogates. And um, we came across um, a gal that met the criteria that we had asked for. And luckily she lived in Riverside, which was kind of funny because that's where I grew up. Um, and um, on paper, she looked like a really great match. She was um, originally willing to do twins for us. Um, her hospital that she um, was attached to was a hospital that my niece Presley was born in. And we knew that that hospital was a really great uh, um, asset to have for when the babies would, would arrive. And so we decided to, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so we decided to have our agency reach out to her to say, Hey, let's, let's chat via, via zoom. Normally it would have been in person, but because of COVID everything was, 
you know, socially distanced and everything was online, virtual. And uh, we met her via Zoom and we had a great first conversation with her, got to know her a little bit better. She was a, um, a single mom, um, really, really great person all around. She and I actually vibed really, really well together. And um, it really felt like this perfect match, like, wow, this is the first person we interviewed and we hit it off with a bang. And luckily she felt the same about us. Um, which is that's another thing um, with surrogates just because Chris and I say really enjoy um, a, a surrogate she also has to agree and say yes I would like to match with them so it has to be reciprocated on both sides otherwise um, then it doesn't work um, and there are things that you know a lot of um, surrogates um, every, every surrogate is different with preferences so we had to make sure that once she was fine um, working with an LGBTQ plus person or a couple um, as well as willing to do twins um, and I say originally she was willing to do twins up until we got to a stage with her OB when her OB kind of guided her and says, actually, if you do twins, there's a much higher risk involved, double the hormones, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And it kind of scared her away from that, um, from that route. And in the beginning, we were kind of devastated a little bit because we were like, no, no, we, we really want twins. But then we were also like, but we really like her. So maybe that's um, the sign that we're only supposed to have one. Yes, and so we yeah. continued, and so we continued on with that, um, with that route. And you know, she started doing her psych evaluations. She um, passed with those with flying colors. And then when she got to the medical side of things, our IVF doctor saw in her paperwork from her previous pregnancies um, that she had a um, small heart condition. She actually had a small hole in her heart. And for some reason, she was not aware of, um, of that detail. And so she was like, this can't be right. Um, I, we really should have this investigated, you know, because I really want to be your guys' surrogate. And we're like, well, we really want to be your IP. So we'll, we'll, we'll fight this. Um, and when I say fight, I don't mean like argue and fight with our yeah. IVF doctor, but she had to, we had to go through um, a few more hoops and bounds for her to do some more testing. And if for some reason that testing came back negative, which meant that the information on her file was incorrect, then we could move forward. But our IVF doctor said, if in fact it does say um, that it is there and then it does exist, he's like, I unfortunately will not touch her um, with mm -hmm. um, wanting to do a transfer. And I will highly recommend that you guys do not proceed forward because it does add a lot of risks um, because of the condition with, with her heart. It could add um, higher risk of stroke um, and obviously put her and the baby um, in danger. And, right. um, you know, we were keeping our fingers crossed. This whole process was happening over the holidays. So it took a lot longer <laughs> um, to get there. Um, to get the final results. So finally, in the beginning of 2021, we got the results and um, they unfortunately came back correct. And it was pretty devastating because we originally met her in October. So we had a few months of bonding with her. We actually met up for breakfast one time in Riverside when I still had family living there. And we really just grew in, the relationship into more of a friendship. And it was really hard to have to part ways and, um, you know, we obviously wished her the best. And Chris likes to say, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, but it, it, it's good that sh this, this detail was brought to her attention and that she could take care of it because she was a very yes. active person. She was a big runner. So now at least moving forward, even though she wasn't our surrogate in the end, she can pay attention and monitor that issue and make sure that she stays good for her own kids and her own family. Absolutely. I mean, and I think that just there's so many 
details that go into matching with the right surrogate. And I do really appreciate that there has to be the vibing, you know, for everyone involved, because even though some people say, well, I don't want to build a relationship, like a close one with my surrogate. And I can understand that point of view. There's still, it's still such a big deal, right? This is one of, I think in life, one of the biggest deals and situations we can come across. So I, it is of course, 2020, but I do love the fact that you guys have been able to look at it so positively and understand that it was meant to be the way it was meant to be for a reason. And I do find it pretty incredible that she didn't know about that. Yeah, you know? it was like crazy. So, I mean, geez, that was a gift yeah. for her, I guess, yeah. essentially, was to find that out. Maybe it saved her life. You never know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, wow. as devastating as it was for us to not have her be our person it was like well we're also grateful that this was brought to her attention because it was a serious it was a serious issue um and so we definitely took a a couple weeks to digest all of that and then we were like you know what we want to keep going because now we've Mm. not wasted but we've uh, three months have gone by and we've gotten no further than where we were at from the very beginning Uh and i'll say this from the i'll say this to be transparent as well um, we've had to go, we, we've had to go through multiple surrogates to get to our surrogate that we have today, but, um, it, everything that we go through with, with fees and, and, um, appointments and psych evaluations and all of those things that go into it, it doesn't get refunded because it doesn't work out. So, um, with this, with our first surrogate, all of the stuff that we paid for, pretty much we had to do it again. Um, oh my gosh, Brian. and then again, <laughs> but, um, but so, like I said, after a couple of weeks of processing everything, we got back on the bandwagon. Our um, uh, agency helped us narrow down another search. Um, and we ended up coming across a gal who lived um, up near Barstow area. So not as close to um, us in San Diego, but still in, 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 in California. Mm-hmm. And um, we liked her profile. She was the mother of two. She had married her high school sweetheart. Um she had a really good profile as far as just a lot of her hobbies and things like that. And so we decided to, to have our agency reach out to her and we scheduled um, another Zoom call. And it went really well. I definitely had my guard up because like you had, met, like you had said, you know, some people from the very beginning might not want that close relationship. And that's what we got with our first surrogate before everything ended. And um, this one was was not necessarily that I didn't want a relationship at all, but I was going to take it much slower, um, mm-hmm. you know, just because I, I didn't want to get um, hurt again and, and get disappointed. Yes. Um, and luckily the call went really great and, you know, it, it didn't go as well as our first, but we are, Chris and I like to say it went well enough. Um, and, you know, at the end we're like, well, we don't really want to waste more time trying to f- search for someone. If she's willing to do this with us, let's, let's just do it. And we'll, and we'll make the best of it. And um, she, she also responded back quickly and also wanted to match with us, which was great. She and her husband went through their psych screening. They went to um, our IVF doctor for all of the infectious disease and helpful health blood panel. Everything came back great. Um, and then at that point, um, she was given um, new birth control to start taking to kind of get her on her on a new cycle because obviously as you know if you um, are on one birth control and you take another it doesn't happen right away you have to wait a little bit of time in between for it to take full effect and at that same point we were um, going through contracts negotiations again with our our legal team and hers everything got finalized Chris and I I remember this like 
like it was yesterday, we signed the contract on a Friday and we were supposed to wire a certain amount of money into the um, surrogacy trust um, that day, but we technically had until Monday to do so. Um, and um, we held off because Chris was like, you know what, we'll just do the money on Monday, but here's all the, the copies that we had to, you know, overnight FedEx and scan email back to our legal teams. Um, and by the end of the day, we never got anything from her. And we're like, well, that's, that's weird because we, we were on the same page and everything needed to happen on Friday. And then on Saturday, we get a random uh, phone, uh, not phone call, I'm sorry, uh, an email from her um, to us and the agency um, and our legal team. And it pretty much just said, um, so sorry, I can no longer move forward with this journey. Um, I have found myself to be pregnant. Oh my gosh, Brian. And, <laughs> and at the time, I remember I was Ugh. I was so devastated. Chris was more mad than anything. I was, mm-hmm. wasn't really mad yet. I was more like, holy crap, like not ever expecting our, our second surrogate to now fall out. Like the first no, reason was No, you would never due- think no. that. Like, yeah. It was bad enough. One didn't mm-mm. work out. Mm-mm. And but, the first reason was at least a health reason. Like she could yes. not proceed forward. This right. was, you know, and I want to use this lightly because I don't want to make anybody mad, but it's kind of like, we feel there was a little bit of negligence in it because these, these, yeah. these women that, um, who want to be a surrogate, know all of the precautions, know how serious it is to take certain rules, you know, appropriately, right. especially once you've matched and especially once you're starting hormones or there's birth a responsibility control. there yeah there's a yeah. huge responsibility like human to human you know yeah. you have and, made this even if it's just this verbal commitment <laughs> yeah and we know that yeah. like birth control is not 100 percent effective but the timing of it all worked where we where we matched we met her in person she was given the new birth control to start right away and then within the next two weeks we had we were at the final stage of the contracts and so in our minds we're thinking did she not take the proper precaution of changing over to the, um, the new birth control and not wear protection or just potentially try not to maybe have sex for two weeks. And I know a lot of people be like, how could you say that? You know, but those are the, those are the precautions that, that, that the surrogates know they need to take to make sure that it ensures a, yeah, it's like your responsibility, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I know saying job, it's never sat well with me when it comes to surrogacy. Although, you know, it's like a kind of like a service in a way. It's so odd to talk about it, but you've decided that your body can kind of be this vehicle to grow these little babies for other people. Yeah. And, you know, so it's kind of like, you you know, you accept responsibility to do something for someone. But anyway, I could go on and on because I feel your pain. Like (laughs) Obviously, I know this story already, but hearing you tell it in full, it just brings me back to that, like. Ah, yeah. kind of feeling, you know? And meanwhile, yeah. okay, I'm sorry for asking silly questions. If no they silly sound questions. silly, but no, maybe no. other people might be thinking this too. And I don't know if I know the answer and I'm sorry if I don't. The whole time, are the embryos frozen? Yes, is our embryos so are okay. are frozen and they are ready to be thawed okay. <laughs> and, and to be implanted into yes. a uterus. They are yes. ready. <laughs> okay, because I was thinking like, wait, you don't have to like go back to that drying board every time. No, the embryos yeah, those are, from, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those That's have been good. done and waiting and, yes. and um, they're luckily no, no damage or, in, or conflict ever happened with those. But like I mentioned earlier, so this was our second surrogate um, that we lost. 
We paid for two psych evaluations. We paid for two oh, infectious yeah. diseases, two blood screenings. The time, the time that we had to pay for our our attorneys, her attorneys, all of that, and just time oh, in general, Brian. like all of that was just, yeah, it, it it was pretty much for nothing. And it was now our second time. And this was when it kind of got a little dark for me. Um, and this is why I love my husband so much because he he always keeps me grounded and can bring me back um, to the light if I ever get too, too, you know, too much in the dark. But at this point, this is our second time and, 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 and a second fail. And I was starting to think the universe is telling us, um, you know, and I also have my faith. So I was also thinking like, is God trying to tell me that we're not meant to have babies? And that really upset me because, you know, there's, there's so many, reasons as to why I could believe that if I, you know, if I want my, my, if I want to be able to just spiral out and listen to all the negative and the trolls and things like that, because we're a a gay couple and all that. And you know what, Uh, luckily, like I said, I had Chris and he, you know, he, he let me be in my feels for a little bit, but then after about a good few days, he's like, let's, let's regroup. Let's talk about this. Um, And ultimately after, oh yeah. Ultimately, after about a week and a half, maybe two weeks, we um, we regrouped and we said, nope, let's keep going. We've spent now some, you know, X amount of money. Uh, if we stop now, it's all for nothing. We have nothing to show for it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he's like, let's let's go back out there again. And by this point, our agency felt so bad because they're like, we we always tell clients no journey is perfect. There will always be ups and downs, but they were very transparent. And I, which is why I really do cherish our relationship with the CEO and the whole team there, um, as well as our IVF team as well, that, you know, our journey is very unique. This case, our cases of have now having to go through two surrogates is not common. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously now to have to go to a third, they're just like, this is something that does not happen very often we need you need to know that and we are going to do our very best to get this back on track for you guys and get you pregnant so you guys can be the amazing fathers that we know you're going to be yeah and they kind of took the reins for us at that point they narrowed down i think three surrogates that fell within the new category that we wanted because the first two i don't think i mentioned they were um, first-time surrogates, um, so they they had never done surrogacy before, so they're at a, on a on a lower cost or a cheaper cost. Um, okay. And this time, we were like, you know what? Let's go with someone who is called who's considered proven, who has done this before, who's kn- who knows all the ins and outs. They know the expectation even more than say someone who's never done it before, because they still get trained and they still are given these tools to learn about everything. And they found. Um, our surrogate that who we have now um, for us about a week later, she was, techni- <laughs> she was technically tied up with another family who was on the fence of wanting her. And we we're like, Oh my God, like we saw her profile. We saw her photos, her, her family health history, all of that. And we're like, she would be so good. And she lives in Southern California. So it would be so great as far as distance. Um, and then luckily a few days after they showed us her profile. The other family backed out and just said that they weren't ready. And um, we quickly scheduled a mat, uh, an appointment with her to meet via Zoom. And it almost felt as if it was our first surrogate again, surrogate, surrogate again, even though we had been through so much. Because it, it was like, right. Like, it was you're right. like, okay, we went through all of that BS and yeah, like ab- horrible and up and down roller coaster, but <laughs> it was like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it just felt so good. She and I are, are like two peas in a pod. So we we clicked really, really well. 
Um, she's so sweet and wonderful. She's a great mom. She's a great wife. She's the mother of two kids. Um, and this was technically going to be her last journey. And she was actually telling the agency, she's like, oh, for my last journey, I would really love to do, you know, to help an LGBTQ couple. And it was just oh. kind of like, wow, like, that's what she really wanted to do. And we're her final couple. Um, meant and so to it, was, be. it was meant to be. And so even when all that was going down, I was like, okay, I want to get excited. But I'm like, ooh, like, we've gone through this twice now. Like, let's, I'm going to be excited, but hold back just a little bit until we get to a certain extent, to a certain yes. part. So Yeah, and I I'll... think that's a good lesson even, like, to apply in life, right? Like, we do sure. tend to get really excited. And there's nothing wrong with getting hopes up, but it's a reminder. Like, go, you know, the flow is not always going where you think it is. Yeah. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so same, same um, procedure. She did her psych evaluation. She got checked out with our IVF doctor. Everything was great. Her husband got all the testing and psych evaluations done as well. Those were good to go. Um, we obviously matched a hundred percent. And then from there, contract started, she signed, we signed, money was transferred. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then at that point it was like, okay, let the journey begin. Yes. Oh, Brian, is that the end of part two? Do we have to have a cliffhanger right now? I think so. We should, (laughs) we should keep them guessing on what happens next. (laughs) Oh, I know there's, there's more, there's more. Oh, I just so appreciate you sharing. I know everyone listening is just, I mean, part one was great, but part two, it's like, wow, (laughs) it's pretty, I mean, it is, we can laugh now. I know it was so hard and oh yeah. You guys have been through so much. I mean, it's emotional, it's financial, it's, you know, mentally just like, how do you keep pushing through? It's something you, I know you are meant to be parents and something you wanted so bad. And, you know, you did, you did obtain that goal. And, you know, obviously there's more to the story that we'll get to hear next time, but just huge thank you for sharing. It's, it's wonderful to follow of, you guys. Of, of course. It feels <laughs> so good so to tell our story. Like you said in the beginning, I, I love to be able to share our journey on an intimate level because like you said, there's not a lot of outlets that there's not a lot of you know, mm-hmm. places out there that you can really understand and get to know surrogacy on a, on a personal level, whether it's via social media or through you know, a TV show or, some, or a website, whatever it may be. Right. Um, and we, we love that even though our journey has not been the norm, that we think it's the best type of um, testimony because it allows people to know this, this, is, this is an expectation further than um, the norm, I guess, if yes. you will. Because there are plenty yes. of other journeys out there who get their first surrogate and have no issues and get pregnant yeah. and boom, 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 boom. So, Yes, of course. And a lot of people don't share. You know, I'm always reminding myself that of – you know, if I'm reading reviews or, so, you know, it's like, I have to remember that most people don't just like go out there and share, but yeah. that is why I'm extra grateful that you are. And I bet there are people listening that are very grateful that you're sharing. You share a lot. Also TikTok, Instagram, do you mind sharing your handles? So if people want to keep following along, they can just oh, yeah. start following. For sure. A little shameless plug. It never hurt anybody. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you can find us on TikTok at It's Brian and Chris. And Brian is spelled with a Y. And then on Instagram, we are at its.brian.and.chris. So it's Brian and Chris with periods in between each of the words. 
Yay. Perfect. Thank you. Of course. Well, Thank you. I guess this is until next time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do part three and you know, your journey's just, it really is just beginning. Um, you know, I, those babies just can't wait to meet those babies. But I know. we will we'll learn the details next time. But thank you so much for joining me, Brian. You're welcome, Libby. Always good Great. to be here. Thank you. Awesome. And everyone listening, thank you so much for being part of our motivated family. Uh, my handle on Instagram is at Liberty Bernal Fitness. You can find tons of inspiration, motivation about health, fitness, and more there. And Brian and I will see you next time. Have a wonderful day. This has been another episode of Motivated with Liberty. For even more inspiration and motivation, join me on Instagram at Liberty Bernal Fitness.